engaging presentations on the most urgent problem of our day and what you can do about it. Now, the End Abortion Podcast by Priests for Life. Well, welcome, friends. Pro-Life leader Frank Pavone here, Director of Priests for Life. Time of prayer and scripture. Thanks for joining me, and thanks for leaving whatever prayer intentions you like in the comments. You know, we also have a special website called prayerintentions.org. And anytime, anytime during the year, any day, as much as you want, you can leave special prayer intentions that arise. You don't necessarily have to wait for our broadcasts in order to do that. And we will all pray for you uh, in uh, the uh, interim. Let's put ourselves in the presence of the Lord. And today's a special uh, feast day in the Catholic Church of the dedication of a church in Rome, the dedication of the Basilica of St. John Lateran. We'll talk about the meaning of that and take a strong biblical lesson here, which also sheds light on our pro-life commitment. In the name of the Father, and of the Son, and of the Holy Spirit, amen. We thank you, Father, for this day for the, our gift of life that you give us, for the gift of faith you give us, for the gift of salvation. It is a gift, but Lord, we intend to respond vigorously, generously, and faithfully. Show us how to serve today, how to serve all our brothers and sisters, especially the weakest, who are, beyond a doubt, the children in the womb. Bless our pro-life commitment and strengthen it as we hear your word again. Through Christ our Lord, we pray. Amen. So, a reading from the second letter of Paul to the Corinthians. Brothers and sisters, you are God's building. According to the grace of God given to me, like a wise master builder, I laid a foundation, and another is building upon it. But each one must be careful how he builds upon it. For no one can lay a foundation other than the one that is there, namely Jesus Christ. Do you not know that you are the temple of God and that the Spirit of God dwells in you? If anyone destroys God's temple, God will destroy that person. For the temple of God, which you are, is holy. The word of the Lord. Thanks be to God. A worldwide feast today, celebrated with some measure of of importance, priority, and solemnity in every Catholic church, about one building in Rome. Isn't this interesting? What What justifies that? That the prayers, the readings, the sermons, in all the churches throughout the world in the Catholic religion, would focus on the anniversary of the dedication of one church building in Rome. Must be an important building, right? Well, it is, in fact, the Cathedral of the Pope. And in the structure of the church, in each geographic area called a diocese, you have a bishop who's appointed to be the primary teacher of the faith. Now, he's not the source of the faith. He doesn't get to pick and choose or edit what the faith says. We're all responsible to build on the one foundation that has already been laid, as this reading says, and that is Jesus Christ, who, as the letter of the Hebrews says, is the same yesterday, 
today and forever. And as Paul says to the Galatians, his gospel must be preached as we received it. If anybody preaches a different gospel, even if we start preaching a different gospel, don't listen to him. And as Jesus said, my teaching is not my own. I, I receive it from the Father. So we're all in the same, on the same page about that. Some aren't, and they go teaching doctrines of their own, but we know what we're, what we're saying and doing here. We are God's building, His temple. Now, if you think, why is the dedication of a church so important? Well, if that's the place symbolically from which the teaching is spread, the teaching of Jesus spread to all the people in that geographic region, well, if this building is the cathedral for the Pope, then symbolically it's the center of the teaching that is given to the whole world. Now again, we'll refrain here from commenting on how well people are doing their jobs and just focus on the idea that the gospel of Christ is to be preached from these places faithfully. And so there you can see the importance of a church that is, in a sense, the as it is called, the mother and head of all the churches. The teaching has to be consistent throughout the world. But the church building represents us. That's the biblical lesson here. You are God's building. You are His temple. Now this is, a se- in the sense, one of the things that is meant by uh, we are made in the image and likeness of God. So we are individually, our bodies, not just our souls, our bodies are also in the image of God. We are God's temple, and He promised by grace that He would dwell in us, in our bodies, not just in our souls. We are His temple also all together. As we join the community of the church, we're joined up with one another. And the biblical images of this that we've talked about frequently, the body of Christ, the living temple, St. Peter speaks about this in his epistles, and the true vine. Jesus says, I am the vine, you are the branches. So in all of these instances, we have these images of all of us in a coherent unity living the teaching of Christ and proclaiming it to the rest of the world. That's the importance of the dedication of a church. If you look in the scriptures, the dedication of the temple, there's a big de- that's a big deal. God himself gave instructions for the building of a physical temple. And that throughout history was a key gift to the people, a key gathering point for the worship of the people, a key symbol of God's covenant with the people, the physical temple. Because we are physical beings, and so we're not just called to worship God mentally, spiritually, but also physically. Now Jesus said very clearly, the time will come when they will not worship here or in Jerusalem, but true worshipers will worship in spirit and in truth. And we do. We worship God wherever we are. God is dwelling in us. But that, affirming that, doesn't take away the importance and necessity of gathering together, and it doesn't take away the the profound, holy symbolism of a physical temple. But I want to focus on the fact, and Jesus says this also in John chapter 2, that His body is a temple. 
Remember he said, destroy this temple, I will raise it up in three days. And they said, how can you do that to this magnificent physical temple? And he said, no, he was talking about the temple of his body. Crucifixion, three days later, rising from the tomb. So likewise, the reading tells us today, the temple that you and I are is holy. Is holy. Our body is holy, not just our soul. And this, of course, is at the foundation of our pro-life commitment because we're trying to protect the bodies of little babies who haven't even had the opportunity yet for God to come into their souls and their bodies via baptism. It's one of the evils of abortion is not only does it end the life of the baby, but it deprives him or her of the opportunity to hear the gospel and to accept the gift of baptism with that water pouring over the body and yet, if that person is called by God to receive that grace, as all are, God wants all to be saved and to come to know the truth, well then, that temple is holy even from before. The human body is holy, and the person is holy, not just because they are created in the image and likeness of God, but that they are called to an deep, even deeper image and likeness by receiving that gift of baptism. So that baby in the womb, by anticipation, God is looking at that child and saying, I want you to be part of that temple, is what he's saying. I want you to be part of the living temple of the church, and you are already holy by your creation and also by your call, even if it hasn't happened yet that you've been baptized. You are holy by your call to be baptized, by the fact that I've, I've chosen you from all eternity. What does St. Paul say in his in his letters that God chose us from the foundation of the world. So brothers and sisters, these readings remind us once again what we mean when we say the sanctity of life, how profound, how awesome it is that God makes us His temple, His dwelling place. And He warns us strongly here, don't destroy it. Don't destroy that temple. God's temple is holy. Don't destroy it. Don't destroy it by abortion. Don't destroy it by dismemberment, decapitation. Don't insult God by calling those things a right or a freedom. Let's pray. Lord God, enable all people to recognize the holiness of your temple. Enable, more, oh, oh, enable people, Lord God, to recognize that we're not just called to save people spiritually. We're called to save them physically, to save their bodies from being destroyed. The body of your son was destroyed in the crucifixion, but he used that, Lord, to overcome death. And he presents his kingdom to you, Father, and the last enemy to be destroyed is death, and he triumphs over all. May we know of that triumph as we work each day to end the scourge of abortion. May we constantly fix our hope and our confidence on the victory in Christ that has already been won. And may we rejoice that we are living temples for you, Lord God. As temples, therefore, we confidently trust in your grace to answer all our prayers, listen to the prayers, listen to the intentions, O oh God, of all those who have put forth their needs today or who hold them in the silence of their hearts. Show us your continued love in answering all these prayers. And we pray now as Jesus himself taught us. Our Father, who art in heaven, 
hallowed be thy name. Thy kingdom come, thy will be done on earth as it is in heaven. Give us this day our daily bread and forgive us our trespasses as we forgive those who trespass against us. Lead us not into temptation, but deliver us from evil. For thine is the kingdom, the power, and the glory forever and ever. Amen. Let's pray to our Heavenly Mother. Hail Mary, full of grace, the Lord is with thee. Blessed art thou among women, and blessed is the fruit of thy womb, Jesus. Holy Mary, Mother of God, pray for us sinners, now and at the hour of our death. Amen. Glory be to the Father, and to the Son, and to the Holy Spirit, as it was in the beginning, is now, and will be forever. Amen. Thanks, friends, for joining me. Let other people know about these daily scripture and prayer broadcasts. We want to continue increasing our online audience, and you can be a key to doing that. Thanks so much. Have a great day, and we'll talk to you tomorrow. Hello, this is Father David Begany, one of the many members of Priests for Life. This organization is one of the largest and most visible pro-life ministries in the world. Priest, the Priests for Life team relies on your financial support to be able to do its work, produce its programs, and travel the world to advocate for the unborn. May I ask you to support Priests for Life generously? Go today to ProLifeGift.org and give us as generous a gift as you can. Thank you for your kindness and be assured of our prayers for you every day. This has been the End Abortion Podcast. To learn more, to help end abortion, and to connect with us on social media, visit endabortion.net.